Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite single girl, Andrea Bain. Welcome to the Single Girl Problems Podcast, your one-stop shop for real relationship talk. On today's show, hey, single ladies, are you jealous of your married girlfriends? Be honest. Is always a bridesmaid, never a bride life getting you down? Don't worry. We're going to talk you off the ledge. Don't jump. Next, we're going to talk about, is it okay for your long-term partner to stop buying you presents and celebrating special occasions like your birthday, Valentine's Day, and anniversaries? (laughs) We're going to get into that. And have you ever considered an open Relationship. I got to take a deep breath for this one. Um, we're going to discuss if it's a good idea and what monogamous couples can learn from non-monogamous mm. couples. Uh, that's going to be very interesting. Now, before we get started, a quick reminder, listener discretion advised. During the show, we will be discussing adult content. This includes marriage, divorce, dry humping, drunk texting. And remember the time that your boyfriend's mother told you that you'll never be enough? Oh, yes, honey. We're going to go there. So pull up a seat, get your snacks, and strap in. My guests today are amazing. They are also besties who came dressed almost identical, (laughs) which I love, and they did not discuss it ahead of time. Um, I want them to introduce themselves. I usually do the intro, but I want you guys to introduce each other. Oh, we're introducing each other? Oh, goodness. Yes. Um, So I'm sitting with one of my closest and dearest. Her name is Afia Francisco. Um, We met to, oh, goodness, we met. At a magazine, Lulu Magazine, she was the editor, um, covered fashion and beauty. And I remember walking in and being like awestruck by her beauty. Oh. And then, it's like, serious, I've told you this story before, but just she's like breathtakingly <laughs> beautiful. Oh, yes. And I remember walking like, like, in thinking, Tell me how beautiful I was when you met me. How is that possible? Then I met your three additional sisters, and I was like, seriously, oh, this God, family this has everybody. amazing genes. Um, but on top of that, she's also, like, inside, she's such a beautiful person. So stylish, gorgeous, fabulous, and a really, really deep, good, good girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This could have been, like, my eulogy in here. This is beautiful. No You better something nice, girl. I should have gone first. No, I'm kidding. I have nothing but amazing things to say about Leaf. Similarly, so Leaf Judd, the thing is, many of you probably know her. She's blowing up on Instagram. She is a style expert across the country. We're all kind of watching and seeing what she's wearing. So the fact that I came dressed the same as her, I'm like, yeah, You're doing something I'm moving right. on up. Yeah. You're doing things something right. Good. You're doing something Leave right. is fantastic. Everything she said about me absolutely goes the same way. She is one of my nearest and dearest. She knows everything about me. I feel the same about her. My kid got lost in an event. He saw leave and felt okay and found her and said, I can't find my mom. Aww. And to me, that kind of embodied everything. Yeah. So oh, that goodness. was, yeah. So okay, they're both going to start crying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we will. Ladies, we came. Listen, I said introduce each other. Don't start, like, crying. <laughs> this isn't the speech at your wedding, for goodness sake. Um, now, both of you are married and you both have kids. That's right. Two yes. kids each? Two kids each. Two yeah. girls? Two boys. Two yes. boys. Okay, how long have you been married, Afia? Uh, 12 years. 12 years. And how long? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, 10 years. <laughs> wow. So Ten you guys years. have been in it for a 
a while. So yeah. this is going to be a good, juicy conversation. <laughs> All right, so let's kick things off. All right, so uh, are you jealous of your married friends? Yes, single ladies, I'm talking to you because some of you are a little bit crusty. Um, but wedding season is a merry time when friends don penis necklaces and buy overpriced dresses that they'll never wear again, all in the name of love. It's also the season of watching two people declare their undying love for each other in front of their friends and family one minute and smashing cake into each other's faces the next. But if you're not in love, these marital celebrations can bring out the worst in you. So, how do you handle feelings of jealousy? I thought I'd ask two married women because, you know, they'll have all the answers. <laughs> um, but I, I, I brought up this story because I remember uh, I went to a girlfriend's wedding and it was her day, of course, and her sister was the saltiest person I'd ever seen at a wedding in my entire life. Aye. Like, her face, she was angry and bitter oh, no. before we even, like, got, when we were getting dressed, she was angry. When we were putting on our makeup, she was angry. And as the day went on, you could tell she was really bothered by her si- by her sister. Her sister having her day. And I thought, I have a sister, and I thought, you know what, note to self, never be that girl. Like, this is her day, be happy for her. It doesn't matter that you are not getting married, but it just stuck in my head, and I've been to a lot of weddings where I hear a lot of salty women just kind of going, whatever, her man's not all that. Um, So I'm just (laughs) wondering if you guys ever encountered that when you were getting married. Was there, like, a friend who kind of pulled away a little bit when you guys were, you know, falling in love? I was the first of my group of friends to get married, so I kind of did the things that I thought you were, quote unquote, supposed to do. So th- right down to the chocolate fountain. So it was like kind I of I like enjoy a good of, chocolate fountain. You know, but it was like that cheesy excess. I mean, I loved my wedding. It was beautiful. But mm. I did a lot of like unnecessary things that if I were to get married today, maybe I wouldn't have the chocolate fountain. Okay. Having said that, so I called on my friends for some help and, yeah. you know, like to help me navigate figure things, out. figure it out, uh, get the night going in mm-hmm. terms of... And it was kind of like pulling teeth. And, mm. like, you know, even little things like my um, mother-in-law's friend had thrown me in kind of like an impromptu shower. Yep. Okay, not so much fun. No offense. It was great. But, you know. Yeah. But a bunch of them didn't show up. And it was kind of like, you know what? You just suck it up for your friend and you do it. And you show and up. And you show up. Regardless, mm-hmm. and you can talk about it afterwards or not. But those were those moments that there were times throughout that I was just kind of like, Hmm. All right. Yeah. And, you know, I think subsequently they all had their own moments as they eventually down the road ended up doing their own things. Yeah. They saw it. But at that time, because I was the first, it was kind of like, oh, a shower, oh, an engagement. And really? it was just a lot of that. So Will you geez. think that they'd be hoisting yeah. you on, the, totally. on their shoulders yeah. going, oh, congratulations. Right? We're so excited for you. We're going to rally around That's it. you. And by the time we got, because as wow. we've mentioned, I have three sisters. So by the time my third sister was married, yeah. so my sisters were not a part of that. They yeah. were all about everything. Good. But by the time she was married, because she wasn't the first and stuff, I just saw how nice it was when your fa- your friends really get behind rally you behind. and Make it into a huge celebration. Yeah. And there was a little part of me that was thrilled for her, but I was like, you guys did not do that for not my sisters, but some the of friends. my friends did not do that for me. Yeah. So And then you wanna you wonder why. Like yeah. it's the it, though you thinking the worst part of them, but you're like, why didn't you do that? Is yeah. it because you couldn't be happy for me because it wasn't happening for you? Which sucks. Yeah. I think which it's sucks. so selfish. Like yeah. not to like I guess I realize that everybody's in this different stage in their relationship or if they're not even in a relationship, yeah. but when I see women or men mm-hmm who get jealous at weddings. And I think that is not the time or the place mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. and have those emotions. It should be all about the couple. They're putting that event on, and it is about them. Yeah. That's, it's, the, it's the most selfish day of the year for that couple, mm-hmm. or a year, their lives. Yeah. And I think it should be a celebration. I, I, I just I hope people who 
are the salty women. Sorry, mm. I, that sounds horrible. But no, no, women say, who, or men who are in that state. And mm. just to take a step back and step, take a moment when they're at that wedding and remember why they're there. Mm -hmm. They're not there to think about themselves. They're there to celebrate two people who've fallen in love and they're making that next journey. Mm -hmm. But I just, I've been there. I've seen people do that. And yeah. I'm like, that is so selfish. It's really, don't go. Don't You go just took the words right to out of wedding. my mouth because I think you have to have some kind of self-awareness. You're an adult when you're yeah. invited to some a wedding. You're not like your parents are dragging you to some wedding that, and you're a little kid and you don't want to be there in some outfit. You're an adult. And I think if you know that you can't handle it because of your own insecurities mm -hmm. about what's going on in your life, why would you RSVP? Why would you go and have this face on instead of just staying home and just make up an excuse? It's like, yeah, sorry, I got blah, blah, blah. And I've yeah, done that. There have exactly. been weddings that I haven't gone to, not because I was jealous, just because I didn't like whoever they were marrying. And I was like, I can't stomach this. And I don't want to be the person sitting there with their arms holding going, I give this six months. So I just, because <laughs> they're those people yes. too. You're like, dear Lord. And he's like, oh, this is a disaster. $50,000 down the drain. This isn't going to last till like the new year. And I didn't, even like in the those situations I'm like don't mm -hmm. why would I be because for that person this is very special and you yes. have to appreciate that and respect that so if you can't be there to celebrate get yourself out of there um, but I'm just curious when before you guys you guys have been together with your spouses for a long time do you remember kind of envying married women when you were single never I was not that person I no. wasn't the quintessential I didn't aspire to marriage or to motherhood like those were things that just kind of fell into my life but it wasn't my thing really you yeah. didn't like you didn't want to have like you know the white picket fence and two cute nope. boys which you have no nope. yes really? the only time okay but i do digress <laughs> the first time i went to a wedding mm -hmm. um aaron that's my husband and i we were still like two little young like who knows i can't remember let's just say we were like 24 23 like young yeah. like not no business getting married at that point anyhow for us at yeah. that stage and i remember at the wedding so he had said like to somebody like oh yeah like we're not there yet or something like that along those lines and i was like Huh? I was so mad. I was so like so ridiculously mad. And yeah. I look back and I think, oh my God, God bless that man that he t went through my like total just like saltiness. Saltiness. Yeah. I was salty. <laughs> and I was a handful. And like just that I was so pissed off. Like, mm. we're not there yet. Like, what does that mean? And like, you're speaking on behalf of us? Yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, I had no intentions of getting married myself, but yeah. I didn't want to hear him say that to somebody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was I was really pissed for, like, that night. So. I know, honey. It's one of those moments. Have you ever been in a room where someone's boyfriend or husband says the wrong thing? Yeah. And you, as an outsider, looking, going, oh, that's uh -oh. going to be a fight later and you're on. Like, uh -oh. you, really, you really fucked that up. Huh? Exactly. Yeah, that was awkward. And then you, like, shift your attention to somebody else. You're like, I'm going to let you guys fight over about that I'm over just going to sneak out backwards yeah. very yeah. quickly yeah, exactly. and let you guys I can deal. See that that, like, yeah, you really put your foot in it, and she's yeah. really angry, and she's gritting her teeth. Um, but have you ever had that experience leave have you ever been like when you were single think oh my gosh I hope I get that kind of you know marriage or husband or any of that stuff no I w I'm very you know not only do we dress the same but we have very similar I think <laughs> personality. no it's awesome um I never maybe it's because I came from parents who divorced mm. I and it was very bitter and it still is bitter 20 years later I didn't ever look at marriage as the end all and be all. Mm -hmm. I looked at have finding a good relationship and whether that meant marriage, but I wasn't that person like, I need a ring on this mm -hmm. finger, like it's going to happen, I'm going to have kids. I didn't look at my future like that. I just wanted to find a good person. Mm -hmm. And whether marriage happened, great, but I wasn't waiting for wedding bells. Like if I got married, great, but it wasn't like I need to have two children by X date, yeah. you know, I 
You know, the, and, the, the, the I, whole plan. It wasn't that stereotype. And you know what's so funny to hear that coming from two men who've been in long-term relationships, married, have like what a lot of single women aspire to, that the both of you had this attitude that it's like, if this happens, it happens, but yeah. I'm not dying for it. And I always try to instill that. It's hard for me to say that to single women because they're looking at me like, what the do you know, <laughs> Andrea? Um, but I'm like, you can't be chasing this dream. There's a lot that comes to like, to, to have that happiness that you're envying, first of all, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors in a person's mm-hmm. relationship. You don't know what they do to keep things together. But to envy something that is like it's supposed to happen organically and you want it to be great, to me, doesn't make any sense. It's like, just be happy that you're okay, you have your health. And if you find that person, then you find that person. But this idea that you're going to all of a sudden start setting like, I have it on my vision board by 33, I will be married. It's like... You, that's not the way it works. Yeah, and I talk a, to married people all the time, and I'm like, they never have those stories. I've never talked to a happily married woman who said, yes, I told him by 27 I needed a ring that was this big. I need to be in this house. We need to, like, I've never met that woman. I have had, I have one very close girlfriend who did do that, and she was like, by the age of 30, I need to be married. I want to be pregnant at 31. And by the, when she hit 29, mm-hmm. she, like, this fever almost hit her. And mm-hmm. it was like she was I love her to bits, but she became very, like, it was almost aggressive. Yes. And she eventually did get the ring. She had the children. And then she has three children. Mm-hmm. And the third was total accident. She was not planning for three. She was mm-hmm. very happy with two. Life yeah. exploded with three. And she says to me, she's like, wow, why did I, why was I so urgent? Why was it so urgent? Why did I have this, like, be in my bonnet about having kids? Yeah. She's like, oh, and getting married. She's mm-hmm. like, if I'd only just taken the time to appreciate what I had then. Yeah. And it's like. Be in that moment. And when you talked about health, mm-hmm. making sure that you look at everything that's around you. Yes, a wonderful part of the puzzle is yeah. about being in a wonderful relationship. But your family, are they healthy? And I'll go back to health. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. there's lots of health happening happening in my own family that mm-hmm. I'm like be healthy yeah. and be happy that everybody is healthy and you're healthy yeah. and then if I'm, I don't know it's 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 a bigger it's picture one, it's one part of a large puzzle mm-hmm. and if that happens fabulous but it's if you have a wonderful relationship and your health is crap you're never going to enjoy that. So I think it's it's all a big part of a massive puzzle. See, I see. I need the married women to say those things because if I say it, I feel like it falls on deaf ears. But when married <laughs> women say it, I'm like, see, see, I said that, but it sounds better when it comes from a married person. Um, but I think that's great. Now, mm-hmm. now that you both have been married for a good amount of time, been in long-term relationships, what would you tell your younger single self? Like, what would you say to prepare her for, like, where you are today? If you could speak to the young Afia and the young Leave, like, listen, girl, you're going to get married and you're going to have two kids. This is what you should know. Afia, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll let you go first. <laughs> you know, I without sounding, like, totally, like, ugh, barf, like, everybody's like, ooh, boo. Mm-hmm. My relationship's pretty steady. Like, we're good partners, and obviously shit's going to happen sometimes mm-hmm. where, like, I'm annoyed with him, he's annoyed with me, we're exhausted. But what really changes mm-hmm. everything are kids. And mm-hmm. I don't think that there's anything that can fully prepare you for how that just, like, upends everything, for good and for bad. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, all those cliches are true. Like, your heart being on out the outside of your body. Like, mm-hmm. And I was saying that to my husband the other day because the boys were pissing us off, and they were being so annoying, and we were just like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we were like... But the thing is, even in the good times, that is so painful because then you watch these little guys walking around Mm -hmm. and you're just wanting everything to be this gold paved roadway for them, which it can't be in this life. You need to have challenges and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So for good and for bad, it's just this constant almost aching of love and emotion and pain that (laughs) sounds not great. 
and it's beautiful, but it's more than I think anybody could. I was just supposed to say, I'm like, say. you are selling me the dream, yeah. girl. <laughs> <laughs> you are selling me the dream. <laughs> the carpet is rolling out. It's, like, it's gonna hurt, girl. <laughs> this is so painful, but you want to do it. Yeah. Um, what about you, Leave? Uh, I would say communication, mm. and I think that making sure that right from the get go, when you start dating, to when you're in a relationship, to when you're married and having kids, making sure that you're always communicating with each other, and. I don't think I've been the greatest at doing that in our relationship. I'm kind of an ostrich in the sand, like, oh, I'll just ignore when everything's going around. <laughs> we don't need to deal with that. And then, like, years go by, and you're like, right, we need to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And so I hear I talk about it while I'm on a podcast yes. versus to my own husband, who, if he listens to that, he's like, what are you talking about? I thought we were good at communicating. <laughs> you were like, ah, uh, yeah. Let's turn that. Let's press pause. Yeah, we need to chat. Yeah. No. So it's, I think communicating, communicating, but yeah. without communicating aggressively. Yeah. I think yeah. not because in a fight, I, not in I an hear argument. friends who are good communicators, mm-hmm. but oh my goodness, like they're yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, take it down a notch and just yeah. like communicate calmly mm-hmm. and respecting each other's emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when you're in a relationship for a long time, your husband or relationship in any capacity, yeah. your partner becomes is a best friend mm-hmm. and then you talk to them like they're a family member, yeah. which they are, but then I talk to him like he's my mom. And Oof. I have a totally different way of talking to my mom than I do my partner. So that becomes like a balancing act. Right. Or I don't talk to my husband mm-hmm. like I do talk to my mom. And I just don't talk to him. Yeah. So it's like this, oh, should we be honest? No. <laughs> Listen, it's I like love this. It's like this balancing. It's like being respectful, I yeah. think, and communicating. Yeah. No, this is, listen, this is the stuff that I love hearing because it's like, yeah, you're right. And I don't think you should give yourself a hard time for not being a good communicator because you were in your 20s when you met your husband. Mm -hmm. Who the hell is a good communicator in their 20s? Nobody. This is the age where people are standing outside of nightclubs screaming with tears and like missing a shoe outside of a nightclub with their boyfriend. (laughs) Like nobody's a great communicator in their 20s. So to give yourself a hard time about not being a good communicator when you're younger, when you don't know, I think you need experience and age to learn how to get your point across and how to communicate specifically with the partner that you have yeah. and how to get them to hear you. So that stuff comes with age. You don't know that at 25. But it does, but sometimes doesn't. In my case, it didn't. Like, I could be well, worse there of a communicator. You're yeah, like, I'm now trying, totally trying, like, it, trying. Right? Yeah. Right, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, so don't give yourself yeah. a hard time. I was not communicating. Any boyfriend that I met in my 20s knows communication was not my uh, was not my strong point. <laughs> um, <laughs> not when I didn't like something. Like, right. it was good when I was all happy and oh, stuff. Oh, yes, exactly. But when I didn't like something, it was I like, keep up. quiet, keep quiet, keep quiet. Explosion! <laughs> right? So yeah. don't give yourself a hard time. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, so I want to move on to something else because I had this conversation with my girlfriend and it made me sad. Um, She's been married to her husband for 11 years Mm -hmm. and she told me that her husband doesn't buy her presents at all. Like, 
he she didn't say they don't buy each other presents. She's like, he doesn't buy me presents at all. Like my birthday, Valentine's Day, Christmas, like he just doesn't buy me presents. And she kind of made it sound like she's like, yeah, it's fine. It's not a big deal. But you know when somebody says something, but you can tell behind their eyes, it's like, oh no, oh, you yeah. are bothered by this. You feel that it. you're that he doesn't buy you anything, no gesture, no flowers, no card, nada. And she kind of made it sound like, you know, when you are in a long-term relationship, this is just the way it is. You don't, like, that romance dies. You don't really need to buy each other presents, and you've bought each other. Everybody has what they need. Um, but it bothered me for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys have been in relationships that are almost the same amount of time, 10 and 12. Uh, should you stop courting your partner? Is it is it a thing? Do you stop buying each other presents? I hope not. Don't say. <laughs> yeah. Well then, no. Just yeah. <laughs> no, it's probably like I think that maybe just is indicative of a larger picture because I think mm. that you possibly could not buy each other presents, but you show things and tokens and gestures in other ways. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, like I think we still are in that gift giving stage, like mm. which is kind of fun and it's nice and it's it is nice that somebody has thought about you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it comes down to is that we just want to know that we are considered and we're thought of. And I think that different people have different ways of doing that. So if like all year round everything was like thrown to shit and then on Valentine's Day I got some flowers I don't think that would be you great you keep those flowers right? yeah. exactly. yes exactly yeah. but you know I think that if I feel that I'm heard and considered and seen mm-hmm. and there can be different gestures of that throughout all the times and maybe sometimes that does fall on a holiday as well then yeah I just think it's that you have to keep that alive and just not take each other for granted That's I, I think she just has a lazy to. husband yeah, who's just like you know what He's We're married. We have a couple kids. We have a house. Like, yeah. do I still need yeah. to do this? And there are a lot. I've talked to a lot of married people, men and women, who kind of have that attitude. Like, we're married. Like, uh, you're trapped with me. <laughs> I'm not doing anything else. See, I think that's something. It's that we talked about selfishness, but I'm like, if I think if he can remember or she, whoever mm-hmm. in the relationship, can remember to celebrate the person, not just specific days. Mm-hmm. I think that's way more important than remembering the birthday, the Valentine's Day. But like I'm I'm very like blessed. My husband is a very good he'll just come home with flowers just for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. It's not because he's thinking, Oh my God, I fucked up. I need yeah. to make sure that yeah. I give her flowers to apologize or he just walked by a, a flower stand and bought flowers just for just because. Yeah. For that reason, do I ever think, oh, God, it is Valentine's Day. He had better, like, mm-hmm. fill our entire living room with roses. No, because that, to me, doesn't feel, like, right. It feels like it's just to commemorate a day. Mm-hmm. He's good at commemorating a moment just because. Mm-hmm. And if a guy is doing that versus the birthdays, I think that's far more special, which I know is not the answer to your question. No, but it's just— But a, I'm like, yeah. it's a different way of, like, saying— or if he like cooks dinner and you're always wanting cooking dinner and like he just like every Friday he just cooks dinner. If there's a different way of commemorating mm-hmm. a relationship rather than buying the gift or remembering the birthday or Christmas, it's like this massive thing or even just a token. I think it's remembering the token mm-hmm. just because I think it's far more valuable, particularly when you've been in a relationship for a long time, yeah. than remembering the date. Totally. Yeah. So Besides, just... I can't even remember the day we got married. So <laughs> oh, you can't remember I, your wedding. I don't remember exactly the day. I'm trying what? to think. I'm Isn't like, September. Like they, wasn't I know. Like very expensive stationery. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that. So I'm a very much like my dad. I'm not a, a per. You're my not dad's sentimental. probably. Yeah, I'm not sentimental. Yeah. I'm, I, 
I'm you don't remember the date? More, I do. Well, I know it's end of September. You know it's in September. Okay, she knows the month. September twenty seventh. Is it the twenty seventh? Okay, I, I feel was at my wedding. I love when she's turning to a guest. Angela. You were there, honey. Is, <laughs> is it, it the twenty seventh? I was just pregnant I, with Felix. I know. So, so is my, it like they're the 20, having yeah. to go through? <laughs> I know. Who I'm was not, pregnant? So what goes, month maybe, was it? So maybe I'm not a good person for this question because then I'm like, do I care if no? But I think no. I think you answer the question because you and your partner celebrate each other all the time. And what I was sensing from my girlfriend is what I fear. As a single person, is that I will, that I will marry somebody whose idea of relationships is I'm really nice to you in the beginning to get you, and then yes. I get mm-hmm. you, and then we move to the burbs and we have two kids, and then we You're don't ignored. do. Yeah, I'm ignored, and I'm just waiting for you to tell me. We only communicate through what the kids need. Jimmy has a something that you need to sign for. Um, like I've met those and couples. That, I've been around yeah. those couples where they only talk to each other through the dog needs a walk. What's that? The dog. Like they talk to each other through the children or through right. the pet, and they stop that does happen, celebrating though. each other. They stop really seeing each other as romantic partners, mm-hmm. and it's like two people who are just used to each other. And I felt like this is what she was telling me. Like he's used to me. We're used to each yeah. other. And I got all the presents I'm gonna get, and he's just kind of like, "What do you want? Like we have a roof over our head. The heat's on." That's the present. Yeah. And I was it's like, sad. And I, it's so sad totally. for her. And I think that kind of circles back around to that communication that Leave was talking about. Because I think sometimes, you know, for better or for worse, we kind of assume that our partners can read our minds at a certain point. And mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, you know what, I'm feeling ignored or mm-hmm. I feel like I want a gift or whatever. Like, that's something I wouldn't hesitate to say. Yeah. And then it's out there. And then depending on how they react after that is something else. But yeah. just assume, like, you know, sometimes it's like, an old car, you know, which sounds bad, but sometimes you start that ignition yeah. and it's not really turning over and you give it a little bit of love and maybe that will reignite it, but and you just don't know. Is it a heterosexual right man thing? Because I feel like hetero men, and I know, send your angry emails, I'm fine with it. Um, they're <laughs> not great at this. It's not natural for them. It's like something that they have to get used to with who the, the woman that mm-hmm. they're with. Mm-hmm. So I think it is kind of like a woman's responsibility when she's in a relationship with a guy to not assume that he's thinking flowers and big surprise parties. I think very few men think that way I think they're more practical like I'll fix a car when it's broken I will shovel the walk when it snows they don't think in those gestures so I think it's on us I really and maybe it's just my dating experience I've dated maybe three percent of the men I've dated have been on their own without me saying a word mm-hmm. great at you know mm-hmm. gift giving and coming up with the idea and planning something and surprising me where it's like and it's something that I like yeah sometimes yeah. I surprise you and you're like yeah. what the f- is that <laughs> um, <laughs> um, most of them really they don't, they just don't get it. Like, yeah. they're just like, what? We're going to eat. We're going to go out to eat at the place that we always go to eat at. And then we're going to come home and I'm going to take off my pants because my stomach's full. And then we're going to watch TV. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to roll over and give you the nudge that it's time to. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're like, not, don't even touch me. Go into yeah. the other and room. And like, is this like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is like, not for no. life. We're not doing yeah. this for life, are we? And it's like, for some people, like, no, this is, this is what they're comfortable with. So um, I, my husband and I have started going to a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and one of um, the first, first of all, let's seminars. celebrate that. Thank you very much. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's great. Um, and um, because I think communication, mm-hmm. I mentioned that before, it's really important. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that the therapist said to us right in the beginning was that you, there are different forms of love and expression of love. Mm-hmm. And there's, I think she said there's five different forms mm-hmm. and some are gifts. And so there's gifts, um, words, sentiments. This is horrible that I don't remember all of them, but everybody receives love in a different way. Yeah. And some people 
love to them is a gift. They want something in their hands. They Wrapped want it to up be nicely, exactly thoughtful. Bow, explosion. That's what they want. Other yeah. people, they just want a sentiment. They want, you cooked me dinner. Other people, it's words. And so there's lots of different forms. So whoever mm. is in the relationship, think about how the other people would like to receive it. Because sometimes they don't care. They're like, I don't want a gift, mm-hmm. but I want you to cook me dinner. Mm-hmm. That's love. That's love. Can so you have? Depends. Can you be a person who likes all the sentiments? Because I like all of them. <laughs> I know. I was like, I want check, the words like here. <laughs> I want the words. I want the gifts. There's actions as well. I and want the action. Yeah. I want like. I don't like yeah. not all at the same time, but like just a nice yeah. rotation of all of those things. You no, know? because then you keep me always like the old car. You keep me yeah. warmed up. Yeah, yeah. And you keep me happy. So then the sex life is, and then it kind of all affects everything else. The That's way we it. talk to each other, the way that we plan things for each other, the way that like when you want sex, me actually wanting to have sex with you, it's like a whole thing. Or is it's that a holistic? No, I don't think so. I think you're right. And I think it's like getting back to the whole gift giving and how mm-hmm. we were saying like it's not necessarily one. Day. And that's why when you ask about gifts specifically, it's kind of like, well, that's difficult to say because gifts on its own is one yeah. part of if a you're whole a horrible person thing, and you only right? give gifts when you're in trouble it, or once you've screwed it. up. No, or just you. because Hallmark reminded you that it's yeah. Valentine's Day. Like, yeah. that's not enough. Right. But yeah. I understood what you were saying about your friend. That was that was a bigger picture. Yeah. Beyond that. Right. And so. I maybe and I also kind of put the responsibility on her because she did say, like, she made it sound like, yeah, it's not a big deal because, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we've been together for a long time. And I'm like, yeah, but it is a big deal. It, it does bother you that he does Say not something. remember and that the day goes by. And then also they have children. So the kids are also taking the example from the parents. So now the kids don't make a big deal. Right. Yeah. So it's your birthday and you're in a house full of people and nobody gives a fuck that it's your birthday. Right. I'm gonna burn that house yeah. down. <laughs> like I'm gonna be like, as the minutes go by, I'm gonna be sitting kind of going. <laughs> Nobody did a thing. Yeah. Not even a card. Not yeah. even a handmade. Not even a text message. Oh, that would be to me so. I'd be such a sad house to live in. Mm-hmm. To me, because I'm like, yeah. I would never let anybody in my household let their special day. Hell, I celebrate my dog's birthday, and my dog yeah. doesn't even know she has a birthday. Because <laughs> it's just like, and it's not anything special, but I just get her actual little meat at the butcher, and it's like just yeah. those things. So I believe in celebrating people. So when she was telling me this, I go, mm, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. That doesn't. Yeah, girl, you need to talk to your husband. We're gonna move on and let you figure that yes. out. And you need to go to therapy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go into this next one. Oy, 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 oy. Okay, so have you ever considered an open relationship? That, uh, that's a rhetorical question. I'm answer yet. Um, in an article in InStyle magazine, a reader asked if open relationships are a good idea because she noticed that non-monogamous couples were way more honest with each other. A recent study found that committed non-monogamous couples tend to be happier. So the people who have multiple partners open are happier. Are happier. This is what a study. But remember, there's always a study for everything. Yeah. But this is a recent study. Um, now, monogamy, I think, for everybody that I know, is considered the gold standard. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have any girlfriends who are like, you know, what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a man I can share with other people. You know yeah, what I'm saying, girl? Like, like, if I can exactly just find a man who could be with <laughs> yeah. me on Monday, Tuesday, then he could have another woman that you know makes me feel Believe really me. insecure. Right there on Thursday and Friday. <laughs> Like, I don't know that girl. She does not exist. But there are people who have open relationships. You guys are not, I'm just, I'm not assuming for you, but I'm assuming. You but guys are not pretty fair to in open in our relationships. In so, our cream wool sweaters, we're not giving yeah, an open relationship. Exactly. But you, you never want to be that person who, like, assumes and they're like, actually, we're in an open relationship and be like, oh, oh no, no, okay, that's fine, you know, that's fine, that's fine, fine. It's all good. Back no judgment. Back no. Um, when you sent us the list of what we were going to be talking about, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I sent a DM to Afia. I was like, Afia, we're going to be talking about open relationships. <laughs> Emojis, like shocked face. So I was like, uh, whoa. <laughs> well, I put my foot in my mouth uh, once and I started talking about open relationships in a negative way. And I didn't know this very unassuming, quiet girl in the room who was in an open relationship mm. and has, you know, brings women home for her and her husband to have sex with. Got Her face was beat red and she was very angry with me. And then I found myself backpedaling because I was like, listen, that is my opinion. <laughs> yes. What you do in your bed, right. I respect that. I'm yeah. just saying, for me, I don't believe it works. I yeah. think it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. But here they are saying that non-monogamous couples are more honest with each other. And do you, I don't know, do you think there's any truth to that? Maybe there is, like, maybe when your husband knows that he can tell you that he's going to sleep with somebody else, what secrets does he have to keep from you? Oh, yeah. You know, I, that's what I'm like, yeah, of course there's honesty. He is, uh, he doesn't really commit it to you. He can just be like, listen, I don't feel like having sex with you tonight, so, uh... Fia called, so I'm having a street, so see you later. She, yeah. she got a sitter, so I'm gonna go over to her house. Right? So, what do you yeah. guys, honestly, you guys are married in your relationships. Yeah. Is this re- like this open relationship business? What do you think about it? Is I it think re- it's risky business, is what I think it mm-hmm. is. I think that it would take a very special person to be cool with your partner. Not are you that being special there. person? I am not that special person. Me either. I am, a special person? I am not that special person. I already told person. you I got mad at the wedding when I thought <laughs> 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 there's certain things that I just am not cool with and that would be one of them. Now, I mean, maybe where the whole honesty thing comes in is that as a relationship, like, I think Aaron would say like, oh, you know, this person's really attractive, but maybe he wouldn't feel comfortable saying that to me because he would be afraid that I would be offended or I'd have Mm -hmm. hurt feelings. So maybe in that respect, Mm -hmm. that's the kind of thing that maybe it wouldn't come down to. But I don't really know. I feel like it's a slippery slope and I can't imagine that being sustainable for the long haul. Especially when you have kids yeah. too. You know, down the road, like yeah. I just I just don't know. And I mean, somebody's out there who's saying, this is how you do it. And, you know, I would love to hear, but I just couldn't see or, or even feel that desire to do so. Like yeah. juggling one relationship, I don't need like oh, yes. multiple can guys we, on the Rolodex. Can we just like, a moment? <laughs> one, <laughs> can we just, one penis, one <laughs> penis is so much it's, trouble and so much work. The right? idea and of another work. one, I'd be like, you like, gotta be kidding that's me. That's right. It is a one at a time situation. <laughs> like it's, like it's, and I don't mean like the actual act of sex, but just like all the stuff that men come with. It's like two of y'all? Yeah, or way, what happens right? with my own mind. Like, all, like as soon as I'm in a relationship, like I remember when I first started dating if I kissed somebody that was it that's yeah. how I could I was like that was kissed and I'm like okay now we're together, <laughs> we're together. <laughs> I'm sure they were like fuck <laughs> but I was like okay yep so yeah like it's done so you're gonna meet my parents <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and we're like, together um, backpedal 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 but no I can't like all of the things that go through my mind just for a simple kiss mm-hmm. imagine all of those other emotions and so I sit as somebody who is definitely I am a one man one yeah. relationship that's it People who are able to shut off, I think the but emotions. But can they shut the off? Physical? But do you? I don't believe my. I don't believe can. they can shut off. I think they're talking. I don't think I. I don't think the majority of them can shut off. I think mm-hmm. either you are never hundred percent in in the first place, so that's why you can do it, or you are telling yourself that you're shut off. But really and truly, you are. There's a part of you. I just don't believe as a woman. We are all women. We yeah. know the way we think. I don't believe that you can see your partner answer his phone and leave the house and know that he's going to go spend romantic time mm-hmm. with another woman and shrug that off like it's a nothing. Right. I just don't believe it for one second. I, I, yeah. I'm with you. I don't know how how to shut off my mind. I yeah. would not know how. But there are, there's different people everywhere and they're probably, there are obviously the one, two percent who can like 
Who it's can just, do it? He, they right. just slam the door, and that's like it just doesn't infiltrate. Like it's. Well, I, like I could how... do that. I could do that, but I don't like that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I have some yeah. exes that I could be in an open relationship with. I'd be like, that's fine. I don't want to have sex with him. <laughs> <laughs> you knock yourself out, girl. I'm just going to stay over here. But, yeah, I'm going to go through some of the tips because I want to see what you guys would say um, that they have for, you know, people who are wanting to, you know, have their relationship and have that open honesty that these non-monogamous couples are doing. So the first one is to practice total honesty. Because um, they're claiming that's the one thing that they have over monogamous couples is that there is complete honesty. So well, allow, yeah. I kind of call bullshit on that though. Yes, nobody wants one hundred percent honesty. I don't nope. care what you say, but Can't like because that comes down to also sometimes just manners and like compassion for the other person, you know, and yes. not that there's but there are just moments, and I can't think of specific examples, but we all know what I mean. That yep. there are just times that you are going to edit what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Just for respect of the other person, yeah. and you don't, and and I know that the same goes my way too, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't always want to hear that unfiltered running dialogue or monologue that's going on in somebody's head. Like, there's a reason we can't read minds because I think we would be <laughs> devastated oh all the time. We would all be single yeah. all, the all the time. There'd be no yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, you'd have yeah, no yeah. friends. <laughs> you'd have no children. You'd have no relationship. <laughs> There'd nothing. be no nothing, right? Nothing. So, yeah. so true. I don't. I you know I hear what they're saying and I get what they're getting at, but nah, no. You know, you're calling them BS. I'm yeah, calling, I yeah. totally call that BS as well. All right. Um, the next one, the next tip is a conduct regular relationship evaluations. Do people really do this? Like, do you and your husband just look at each other and be like, uh, so we should just evaluate where we are right now? Is that? Yeah, no. No. That's the reason happen. why you go to couples therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, it becomes a point where you're like, Ooh, maybe we should do a little bit of a rain check here and kind of regrasp what's going on. <laughs> no, no, that's true. You need, I think you do need a third party because I don't think you can have that discussion with the two, like just the two of you. I think you need a, a third party Impartial. who you respect, who you also respect, not mm-hmm. somebody's like mom <laughs> or their sister yes. giving their two cents. Or the gossiping with your girlfriend and oh. then the advice you get from them and then you're like, oh, that's no. probably not very healthy. Because no, no, no. you, you just like roll down this roller coaster of talking what you want to hear yeah but when you have a third party yeah it's like mm. yeah no and yeah, I'm yeah. A, I have a thing I'm very private when it comes to my personal relationships I don't even believe that um like you're married I don't really if you and your husband are having real issues I don't want you to tell me I don't think you should tell me like I won't tell you that if you want to tell me I'll be I'll listen and I will I'm the person who keep her keep her mouth shut but I've heard so many people repeat like stories and it turns into gossip about you know their best friend tells them something very serious about the relationship and now they're like don't say anything but you know such and such told me that her and her husband and I'm like yeah and I'm like she told you that because she wanted you to keep your mouth shut and here you are telling me so I always tell couples I'm like yeah no no tell it keep it between the two of you yeah um, even if you're like having the biggest fight, because you'd be surprised how many people just—it's almost like they're a little bit happy that there's a little bit of misery in your relationship. That's why I'm like, mm, keep it to yourself, just the yep. two of you. Mm-hmm. Just my—it's just from what I've seen in the way people like to spread not so great news. Yeah. Where it's like, if there's something great happening in your relationship, nobody really wants to go. Oh my God, Afia just told me that her and her husband are so happy. Like <laughs> that's never the fucking gossip. Never yeah, you're like, right. That's never the stuff <laughs> also, that everybody. No, it's true, and I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah. do kind of though. I do think though to go back on that, Andrea, is that mm-hmm. I do think your girlfriends are there sometimes. Like, and I think you know who they are. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you're in the thick of it, um, sometimes you do need a girlfriend. A girlfriend. Um, whether that person is your sister or your close friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a, it's a close-knit circle. I'm not talking about, like, the person who likes your pictures on Instagram. It's like, <laughs> you know, 
real friends. Although that person and, really wants to know what's going on in your relationship. And that person probably wants to know <laughs> more than anybody. dying to know what's going on in your relationship. But, you know, I think that there are certain people that you kind of know they're a vault. Mm-hmm. They have your back. Yeah. And you pick those very judiciously. Maybe like, that's... Judicious. Find your vault. Yeah. And make sure it's yes. your vault. Yeah. And then you know very much... If it does get back to you, you know who it is because there was mm-hmm. like, mm. you know, there aren't many people who know. Like Bob Marley it. says, only your friends can tell your secrets. Oh, so, so true. Right? So true. And they also say set clear rules and boundaries. I think people in non-monogamous relationships are the need, they are the ones who need set, to set boundaries. Oh, uh, yeah. They're like set boundaries and clear rules. Uh, it's the rules are simple. Don't sleep with anybody else. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty Don't much. wink at that girl. Don't look at her. Yeah. Don't flirt. Don't ask for her number. Don't double tap on any of her pictures on social media. How do we feel about that, by the way? Yeah, you don't. Is it okay for your husband to do that? Liking like random pictures. Yeah, a woman you don't know and a woman who's not related to you. And that's very obviously sexual. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's cool. I don't don't think that's cool. I don't like it. I have a friend who she has seen um, her husband like for whatever reason she was. I guess maybe she was creeping. But anyway, she saw his account mm-hmm. and he had very obviously. And there are people because you know who you're looking at frequently because they're kind of at the top of your ro- roster. You know yeah. how the algorithm is. Yes. You know, so many people are hidden. And so she knew that this person <gasps> had been looking at because they Ooh. were frequent. And, you know, no, she's kind of doing the whatever. But at the same time, obviously, don't super whatever that girl. Don't no. whatever. I, yeah, that yeah, in the butt. That is a very slippery yeah. slope. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I have I'm a I have a male that. friend who's married and it bothers me that when I see him uh, liking other women's pictures and I brought it up to him. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I brought it up oh, to him. because What did he say? Um, he, Good for you. He brushed it off like, oh, it's just nothing. We're just friends. And in my head, I'm like, hmm. I'm telling you right now, as a woman who's not your wife, it your behavior bothers me. Huh. Like if yeah. I was your wife, I would be livid that it's all of these like That's heart just... eyes and every time this woman posts a picture, you're the first person to double tap. Oh. What are you sitting on your phone waiting for? Oh, her? That's like there is a boundary and he's crossing And I told it. him about it, but you know. But so going back to your question, I think yep. clear boundaries both for both relationships. Yep. If you do are going into an open relationship, you I, you have to have boundaries. Like, yep. don't sleep with that person more than four times a week. I don't know. I'm teasing. But <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Like, she said I could do it four times. My wife gave me four times. But no, like that's just inside. But like. I think on both sides of the relationship, you should. Like, if yeah. you're in a, like, that sort of, well, you know what? We're in, when you're in a mon- monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. you expect that your partner wouldn't do that. Yeah. That's the so thing, like, with the don't rules. Communicate. I don't, maybe you don't. Maybe I don't it think you put that. Mm, I think it's kind on. of implied, right? Like, you would think, the but rules, it's not communicated. The, yeah, maybe. Maybe uh, you need to set, maybe during the vows, you'd be like, and I expect you not to double tap on Instagram photos. Exactly. Like, I do like, not know. Pause the podcast. I have a phone call to make. We have not had. Just, you know, put them on your phone, go, just make. A little note, send that little text, yeah. be like, Yeah, just in case you didn't know, here yeah. are the bullet rules. notes. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Uh, what you're not supposed boundaries to boundaries in capitals. Um, the other two are the last two are uh, talk through jealousy and don't rely on each other for everything 100%. Yeah, yeah. on the don't rely on each other yeah. for everything, that's for sure. gotta be and talk hard. through jealousy. I yeah, think. yeah, it's like you know, um, what does Gibran say? It's like you want to be two pillars, like mm. close but not so close, like you have to be separate entities at the same time, mm. or like all the cliches, you know, you don't want to be two halves coming mm-hmm. together you should be two holes coming together which means that you have other things going on doesn't mean that they are excluded from anything mm-hmm. but you have to have your own your own thing your own thing yeah that's what I makes you, you interesting I yeah, think right? so. I agree. and makes you not feel you like just, you're lost in somebody and else and not so exactly lost yeah. and like so um 
burdensome is a tough word, but like it's heavy when some yeah. when you're somebody's like everything beginning to end, mother, father, child, mm-hmm. best friend, confidant, every, 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 everything. It yeah. sounds romantic, but it's suffocating if you think about that, right? Yeah. So yes, you want to be there for the bad times, for the good times, everything, mm-hmm. but not exclusively so. Like yeah. that person needs to have their own. Listen, hmm. I love the wisdom from the married ladies. Yeah. I hope the I single like ladies were bloody well listening. <laughs> and the men, too. Buy your wife a goddamn gift. Yeah. <laughs> the takeaway. <laughs> it's like the takeaway. Yeah. Buy your wife a gift, for God's sakes, and your girlfriends. Um, okay, so I like to play a fun game called Reach Into My Box. <laughs> That's what she said. That's exactly. <laughs> Sorry, but just... um, And today's game is uh, who's most likely, and I figure because you guys are friends, mm-hmm. um, this should be a fun game. So reach on in and then uh, pull it out, to, uh, read it, and we'll see who's most likely. The drama, the suspense. So is it just between the two of us? It? Yeah, like, just be. Okay. Oh yeah, so I'm saying it. I'm not... saying the hell out of this. <laughs> are you kidding? I think Andrea is <laughs> <a> <laughs> like mm-hmm. open lady. <laughs> okay, so leave. What's your <laughs> leave? Looks <laughs> now. And you you have... could only see my face bright red, not only because I'm wearing a wool sweater and it's about 30 degrees in here. <laughs> yes. Um, your face. Who's you have most to... likely? So I have to read this, yes. and then do we like? Is it one, two, three, go? No, just whoever answers. Who's yeah? You guys. We like the rules, Andrea. Tell us exactly how you guys. I forgot. Married people like rules. Okay, listen, you're going to read it, and then you're going to say out loud which one of you is most likely to be whatever you read out. (laughs) That's a long one. Okay. Pretend to be asleep to avoid sex with your partner. love love my sleep I like to sleep in I like to well I try to go to bed early it doesn't happen but life gets in the way but yeah no I really like my sleep so okay, even my husband's like 100% that's leave <laughs> don't feel bad I've done it I've done it where I'm like you get the nudge and you're like if you just lay still <laughs> maybe if I like don't go, move or like do a foot twitch or yes. a shoulder twitch because that's my body asleep. make sure you keep your breathing really slow and deep so he thinks that you're really sleeping <laughs> meanwhile your eyes are open going please just leave me alone um so don't feel bad about that one but that's hilarious okay your turn you're up this one is hilarious because win a twerking competition if there were just two of us i still think we'd both lose we would not this is not no that's not the game who's most likely to win the twerking competition Oh, 100% of Fia. Oh, am but, I allowed to say Yeah, that? you yeah. can say Yeah, I was no, say, I would lose. Yeah. I am like, white girl can't dance. And, <laughs> you know, and this is the thing, though. People have high expectations being a black oh. girl dance. I can't twerk, so I would win by default because it's against Leave, who might just be worse than Or me. your people will but turn on you and be like, Fia, how <laughs> you know, would like, you let us down? But the expectations are like, oh, oh, come on, let's see. She can do Kiki. And I'm like, I've got nothing. <laughs> Leave Kiki. me alone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not good. <laughs> yeah, no, listen. Video too. Um, I think I'm going to I'm gonna out myself, but I think we've all had that moment where you're in the mirror. Like, there's all these twerking videos, all this nonsense. And then as a grown-up, I also feel like once you're past a certain age, all of these dances, you're like, well, I'm not doing that nonsense. Um, but then when you're at home in your pajamas you'll just kind of find yourself and I've tried and I'm like oh good grief you're horrible like you have <laughs> lost it girl make sure you never do that in public and it's like yeah so don't feel bad I was slapped in the face with harsh reality when my sister had her wedding videotaped and so we were looking over it as a family and they had done like a beautiful montage all this thing and there I came 
doing some sort of jig. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> just independent, my body just moving. And I was like, okay, I get it. I love it. I feel the beat. And I'm an enthusiastic dancer. This is the thing. Don't get me. I'm enthusiastic, but I'm at a 10. And I really need to remind myself to stick at around a 6 to keep things. <laughs> I'm just like, exactly. Like, oh we'll just, little say, little just a step. little a little snap, a little shoulder. That's that's where I need to live. You need to like and rain yeah, it in. But I can't, there. you know couple drinks the music okay so was I it go alcohol 10. induced your enthusiasm at a 10 you know what not even this <laughs> I, I, I try to say but not even it was my sister's birthday the other day and my brother-in-law's they share a birthday mm-hmm. and uh no I was full 10 and I was not I had not drank a drop I was like all right I'm there you know I'm just that woman now I just don't care you know you just you get to a certain age so listen I'm gonna win the twerking competition you go but just by E for A for effort. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are awesome. I thank you so much for coming on my podcast. It was so much fun. Please tell people where they can find you. All your social media, your Instagram, where can people find you? You can find okay. me at the Style House. And everybody loves like house, house. It's house. H-O-U-S-E. <laughs> the traditional house. House, yeah, house. The, yeah. yeah. I think I say it weird. And Leave Judd, L-I-V-J-U-D-D. Awesome. First name, last name. Yeah, awesome. You guys are fantastic. And a friendly reminder to the listeners, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Play Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. You can also buy my lovely book for your wife or that man who doesn't buy presents. Um, it's called Single Girl Problems. It's available on Amazon.com. Please send us your relationship questions or comments to singlegirlproblemspodcast at gmail.com. That is all the time we have for this show. See you guys next time. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.